you find this? gentlemen jersey judah red pill party podcast man it's another day another episode thursday the 27th january 2022 <coughs> and as usual i'm smoking i forgot i went and saw my guy he didn't tell me well he did tell me the strand but i forgot what strand it is but it's pretty good man Pretty good. I hope everybody is doing okay. I myself, I could be, I could be better, but I can damn sure be a lot worse. Today is Thursday. I really don't have. <coughs> I don't want to just go by every Thursday. I want to be creative when it comes to you know the names and shit. But really, tonight's topic is going to be why dating online is pointless, or should I say, why online dating is pointless. All right, and I have a good list. I have a good list, the organic list, and this is eight things that I've came up with. Also, we're going to be talking about an actual article, Forbes, Five Ways to Handle Scarcity Mindset. Now, why is scarcity mindset so important in dating? You'll find out soon enough. Also, a couple of other things to get into. We're going through, <coughs> we're going to make this episode we're really going to make this episode shorter than what I usually make it uh, because I'm running low on gas. <laughs> I don't want to, you know, I'm running my vehicle right now to use the, you know, Bluetooth audio with my uh, sink that I have in this fucking Ford here to play all the various sound effects and whatnot, you know, such as. So I have to keep the car running. It says 41 miles until E. Fuel level low. So that's what I'm dealing with right now. So this episode won't be rushed. It just won't be as long as it usually is. Um, dating, right? <coughs> and women have this fascination, right? They'll tell guys, well, not necessarily, scratch that. Men have this fascination where especially those who are red pill aware, it's like, all right, since I know the game and I know the nature of women, I'll just go back into dating and I'll see if anything changes. The environment doesn't change. In fact, you're going to be even more upset because you've been lied to most of your life by a lot of these women who tell you the Disney dynamic, there's a special someone for everyone, uh, uh, everlasting love and all this other bullshit. Wake up. Let's get it, man. We, we're getting into, I say this is more of the Sigma male mindset. Shout out to Anthony Spade. We're going to be doing a response to Anthony Spade. 
And let me look up this. Hey, other... where are the white women? Oops, <laughs> wrong button. <laughs> hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> oh man, try to go on YouTube. I played the sound on accident. Ah, uh, shit. I want to see. I mean, I grabbed this shit earlier, so this guy should be on my history, but he's not. All right, fuck it. I'm going to have to do some searching around. I know I should have probably done this earlier, but it is what it is. Shit happens and, you know, blah fucking blah. Yeah, I had this shit. <sighs> Motherfucker, man. Okay, Lonnie Spence show. We're gonna we're going through two videos. In fact, I have them back to back right now. Actually, uh, we have Anthony Spade, which is from the Anthony Spade one word reaction. Uh, delete dating apps and take the red pill. Okay, we have that to go through, and we also have Lonnie Spence show. That is one word, all caps. Lonnie Spence show. L-O-N-N-Y-S-P-E-N-C-E-S-H-O-W. All right. Subscribe to him as well. And his video is why dating apps in 2020 are a waste of time. <coughs> now, I do have things written down on this. But I'm going to do this a little bit different. And I'm just going to play Anthony Spade first. And then we'll, we will break that down and get into the list that I've came up with as well. So let's get it. talk about the shocking truth behind dating apps, dating advice, and how to meet women. All right? Stay tuned. Welcome to the Anthony Spade channel. Subscribe. Fuck with your boy, man. Fuck with the boy, man. Welcome back to the Anthony Spade channel. Before we get started, I want you to watch the entire video. If you like the video, I want you to press the like button, subscribe button, and notifications button at the end of the video. Okay, today we're going to talk about the truth behind dating apps, dating advice, and how to meet a woman. First, I'm going to talk about dating apps, all right? You have to delete your dating apps. You have to get rid of them. I know you don't want to. It kills a lot of time. It keeps you entertained for the moment, you know? You wake up, you look at it. Before you go to sleep, you look at it, you know? You waiting on that one girl to respond to you all the time. You're on that dating app. You have to get rid of it. Because it now there's something to be said. I should have said this beforehand. Like I'm playing these two different content creators because they seem to have different information, right? And they have you know, different appearances. They speak different, but they're all generally saying the same thing. Now, a dating app for a man who's in the 80%. Okay, let's say this guy's in the 80%. He's not 
terrible looking. He's not bad looking at all. He's probably a six or a seven. He can be an eight, possibly, if he went to the gym, lost weight, took care of himself. But let's just start basic. He has a dating app. He has Tender, let's say. And you know, Tender is the cream of the crop or the top of the thought when it comes to hookups. So if you're not a guy who appeals a certain way to a vast majority of women who are seeking and chasing and pursuing or, or at least trying to get into the dick space of the 20%, you are simply invisible. So what Anthony Spade is pretty much saying is there's a lot of guys who have these dating apps and let those dating apps consume their day. They're on these apps 24-7. And it would be different if they were getting any play, but a lot of these guys will, will get one-itis from a fucking dating app because guys are going on dating apps they're hitting, mostly missing. Or better yet, they're mostly missing. They'll be lucky to hit anything. And when they do hit something, they'll get so attached to it because they had to put in all the effort and search through all of the garbage to get the piece of treasure or something shiny, something that glitters that ain't gold but appears to be. And that guy will get caught up. So dating apps, I'm going to get into it more in detail, but I think... Anthony Spade is going to drop most of what I'm about to say anyway. Dating app, it's not real life. A dating app is allowing people to date that really don't know how to date. And it's giving an ego to a woman. It's false illusion. That's the first thing you must understand about a dating app. It is false illusion. Another thing with dating apps. Majority of the dating apps now are just designed to get money out of you. So they have machines that is sitting back responding to you with fake accounts. That's how smart the system is. Fellas, y'all need to pay attention. And see, that's the thing, like, <clears throat> and I'm glad he brought this up because I actually was not going to bring this up and that is a very important point. You go on these dating apps and you'll notice, right, you'll go through the women that are available in your area or women beyond where you're at. And you'll notice you'll see the same profile picture pop up, but it's a different name. Or you'll see a woman named Suzanne who says she's 52, but it's a picture of a bitch in her 20s. It's a cash grab. It's one of the biggest scams. Dating apps, I'm going to tell you, as a Decent, average, average looking, um, average earning guy. It's a scam. Nothing explains Darwinism than a dating app. This is survival of the fittest. Only the strong survives. It's not like a good looking guy can go like, all right, I'll pass a bitch to you. You know, even though these women promote themselves and as sex objects, they're not actual sex objects. So. It's a mixture. So you got a guy. Like I said earlier. A few few minutes ago, a five or a six, he goes on to a date nap. He may have a friend who's like, you know, genetically superior, right? And he'll go on to the dating app 
and he'll get tons of matches. The one guy, he'll be on a dating app two months later. Meanwhile, the other guy, he's already hooked up. He's talking to women on a daily basis. So you're being charged as a man. And I've said this before. I've said this a couple years ago. Well, close to a couple years ago now. When the pandemic hit, I said the dating market's going to go insane because the only place you're going to be able to meet women at is online. But then you have a percentage of people who are only used to communicating with people online to begin with. You try to have these type of conversations with people in person and they just don't know how to communicate. But these are the things that we have to discuss as men. Let's continue. Of systems now that can read the mind of people when they're text messaging or when they're chatting in a room or when they're sending um, messages to an inbox that they know how to psychologically lure you into the app to keep you coming, to keep you paying for it. And that's what a lot of you guys are doing. You're addicted to a machine that you're talking to, to a woman that you would never see. You're talking to a virtual woman. That's the truth behind these dating apps. Dating apps are strictly for hookups. All right, those are the people that are strictly looking for sex. Bottom line, the women know it and the men know it. You know that you're on the site looking for sex. She knows that you're on the site looking for sex. So you can best believe whatever girl you hooked up with has hooked up with a lot of men. The same way you have hooked up with a lot of ugly women. You have to delete those apps so you can stop breaking the cycle of wrong people to date that you're going through right now. You don't pull enough women in your lifetime to know what's good and what's bad. I shouldn't have to make these videos, but I have to make these videos because a lot of you guys learn and then you unlearn the information and find yourself messed up in the game all over again. Right? Next. That right there, <clears throat> what he just explained is essentially the purple pill. Or this is the purple pill mindset. Where it's like you've gathered the red pill information and knowledge and you should have the awareness, but you want to test the waters anyway. And by all means, I'm not going to stop you. I don't think it's a smart idea because what's happening is you've already consumed enough red pills. You've, you, you have obtained enough knowledge, right, to where now you know <clears throat> this love and everlasting happiness and all this other shit to lie. It's something that's been promoted towards men by women. See, it would be different if men were the one promoting these ideas of everlasting love. And you got some simps that do that, but they're not really listening too much. Me, I'm telling y'all the truth because I've been in those situations. You go on these dating apps. And like I said, we're going to get into it more exclusively. But I'm telling you, it's all... It's all smoke and mirrors. And like Anthony Spade said, okay, so you get that one woman. <clears throat> You're going to personally pedestalize that woman because you hooked up with her, not realizing or not even thinking how many guys have this woman hooked up with. And see, dudes today, they'll say things like body count doesn't matter. Now, these are, I believe that to an extent that's true when it comes to hookups. But then you know you have to protect yourself. Some of these women give away their energy. I remember, just to talk about this briefly. I uh, 
I came across this chick. She had all the red flags that I just weren't paying attention to. The thousand cocks there. When I communicated and started talking to her, the first question she asked was what I do for a living. Shit like that. How much money I make. All these. <clears throat> and I just ignored red flag after red flag. Luckily, I was just killing time anyway. So I, at this point, that was that was nearly three years ago. So I've already been red pill aware at that point. Or I was still, <clears throat> I was testing the waters pretty much. I was doing the same thing that Anthony Spade is telling these guys not to do. You gain this information, you have to accept the market and a lot of these women for who they are. You can't change them. You shouldn't want to. Because the last thing you want is a bitch coming into your life, telling all the things that you need to do to improve yourself while she sits back and does nothing. But that's the modern day. A uh, female. That's the way the females get down. Let's talk about dating advice. All right? There's a lot of dating advice. Um, YouTubers. A lot of dating advice. Books. A lot of dating advice. Everything. When it comes to dating advice, you have more than enough videos to choose from. That's the truth. You have more than enough videos to choose from. So, what is it that you need to know about dating advice? It's not going to work on every woman. See, when I sit back and I analyze the dating advice and the strategies that work and what I have used in real life, all right? A lot of these games are designed for white women. They're not designed for black women. Most of the dating games that you're, that you're reading and watching, it's not gonna work on minority women period because majority of minority women are attracted to dominancy <clears throat> well let me uh rephrase that what he's trying to say politely is most of these black women are attracted to thugs okay so the dating games and the charades don't work with black women that's why they had to come up with blk and like i've said before i'll never use that app because i already know that women are the, the black women are just as problematic, if not more. Most of the criticism and the negative criticism that I've gotten on first, uh, personal appearance and how I talked were from black women. Little to no criticism came from the white women I dealt with, but it was always the black women that I was trying to deal with. You're not, you're not thug enough. You're not flipping a pack. You don't got the right pair of Jordans on. That's it. $37,000 a year. That's how much the average black woman makes. And I've said this before. I'll say it again. The fact that these women expect to find a man who makes $100,000 a year and have no traditional value, <clears throat> have no idea of a committed relationship, have no cares and consideration of a committed relationship. She just wants to get dicked down left and right. And then when she gets closer to the 30s and her looks declines, she feels that she's presentable or she's good enough now to have a, have a husband. These women have lost their fucking minds, but you still have the men who pedestalize it. Dating coaches are simply put purple pills. They're no different than PUAs. In fact, they're almost worse. Guys giving advice. I understand it. But when it comes to dating, when it comes to you being an entirely different looking, different person 
in general. Your effects are going to work with my effects. What you eat won't make me shit, right? So that game that I talk about with self-development, that's from within. You got to find that within. I'm not trying to get a buck and I'm not teaching niggas any game. Self-development is the game when it comes to the Sigma male and when it comes to the lone wolf mindset because whether it's dudes like uh, Better Bachelor, shout out to Better Bachelor, he kind of promotes, he promotes sort of the going your own way lifestyle without really mentioning it. Um, but there's a lot of guys, like I said, and it's funny because I never really thought about it. So you got Kevin Samuels, right? He never mentions the red pill. He mentioned MGTOW once or twice, but he's considered within the black manosphere. Then you got, um, you got other dudes. CGA, Coach Greg Adams, he mentions Red Pill. A lot of certain guys you mention it. But then a lot of guys, they just take the information and they just paint it to be what they want it to be. It's the Red Pill. Now, previously it would be known as something else, but then you have so many guys who go against it along with the women that I think it's just a bunch of guys who are trying to get laid. So by going against these men, who speak about these type of issues in a way that they might, they may not uh, approve, they'll go on a rant. They'll try to get your page and they'll try to get your fucking channel fucking taken down. Just like these women. They're no different because they have the same emotional energy. They're raised by single mothers. So by their problematic single mother, they are raised themselves to become problematic. Confrontational, but also passive aggressive, like a woman. You know what I mean? This is how a lot of these dudes get down. But unfortunately, the dating coaches are still going to make their money, just like these PUAs. See, PUAs to me, that's like that's comedy. It's comical. No disrespect, they making their money regardless. So I'm not really. I I'm only judging them because they know. They sell these niggas a dream. It's almost like a pimp. When a pimp gets his hand on a hoe, it's not It's not like the pimp instantly puts her on the track. He feeds her a bunch of bullshit sort of to um, inflate her ego. And once her ego is, is, is puffed out enough to when she's starting to float away, he grabs that safety pin and pokes that bitch and bring her right back to reality. Now she's on the streets selling pussy. Then again, she's on the World Wide Web because you got these World Wide Web whorehounds taking their clothes off for clout coins. That's the truth. I, look, I don't give a fuck about what these uh, what these blue pill niggas think. They need to hear this message more. They, they're the ones that need to hear it the most. I mean, every once in a while, I think it's like you need to sharpen... It's like sharpening the blade. Staying up on this red pill knowledge and this red pill information reminds me that I I have an objective. I have a purpose, right? And surprise to a lot of these women, a, a lot of these broads have nothing to do with that. In fact, I always state that most of these women will play, uh, will play more of a distraction 
than than any form of assistance, any form of a, a individual who's willing to cooperate. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna get back to this, man. We're gonna finish this shit off. When when you're dominant, you don't really play no dating strategy at all. Dating strategies are for beta males that need the psychological upper hand on what to do whenever you're dealing with a woman. So you have to understand that part right now. The advice that you're being told to use is towards a man that does not have that naturally. So dating advice is only for beta males that are trying to get the upper hand on women. But the upper hand of woman that you're go that is going to work on is just going to be the suburban white girl. I'm telling you, it only works on her. And the reason why it works on her is because those type of women are taught to control their man. Majority of those suburban women have grew up with their mom running the relationship and their dad just going along with it. Especially if you got a man that has like three daughters and a wife. Oh my God. All those women are going to run the relationship. So when you have a mom that has been running a relationship and a daughter grows up in there, her natural reaction is to date the guy that's just like her dad. It's the same thing with any female. They have a tendency to be drawn to guys that are just like their dad. Even if their dad is not in their life, they're going to be attracted to a man who doesn't really want to be in her life. Mm. Preach. So best believe when it comes to dating Preach. advice. The quicker you find out if she grew up with her dad or not, the quicker you can adjust your dating strategy. Because if you try to use the same strategy on a woman that has both of her parents versus a woman who comes from a single parent home, you're going to come up short every time. Preach. Talk that shit, man. So you have to understand the realization of the dating advice that you have. For one, most of y'all are not going to use it because you're not going to be put in that position. Two, you need to learn what type of woman you're dealing with so you will know exactly what strategy to use. You have to learn a lot of strategies, but you also have to have the confidence to start utilizing these strategies. You have to start practicing. Practice on ugly women and work your way up to beautiful women. I tell guys that all the time. Beautiful women love being told what they want to hear, but you ain't really got to tell them what they want to hear. You just got to be flirting with them. You got to practice your game on ugly women before. You now, this is something I disagree with, and he's kind of going against what he's saying because he originally said that dating advice isn't going to really do much for you. But at the same time, he's telling you to talk to less attractive women to boost up your confidence. Now, this is beta male game. This is beta male type shit. Now, I'm going to tell you why. You have such a low self-esteem that you're not willing to take a loss. So you're going to hit up these unattractive women. And you're going to end up smashing these unattractive whores just to have what? You know, I got to point something out that Kevin Samuel said. That's something I heard earlier, right? Men got to stop measuring their manliness to their sexual activity. Men got to stop measuring their masculinity, manliness, with sexual activity. Because you'll end up being similar to this situation. I just don't have enough in me. I don't have enough desperation to just flirt with a woman that I'm not attracted to. 
I had I I couldn't do it. It's not in me to do that. I'm not even going to pretend to pedestalize a woman who I personally feel I'm not attracted to just to get game, just to get insight. Come on. You should have all that within. See, the thing that that works with women. This isn't advice. This is just the truth. And a real woman, not one of these funky assholes out here, a, a real woman will tell you this. Charisma. Yes. Charisma is what works instantly with women. The way you talk, your cadence, right? The bass in your tone, right? That gets a woman's attention immediately. That's the reality. But you have to understand that this is all materialism too. So even those with the gift of gab, they still going to have to bring something to the table as well. But see, that's what dating, the dating market's really about, right? It's like the women present themselves as the table. And in all actuality, like I said, these, these broads present themselves as a table. And some of these women have the same figure. These bitches are shaped like tables. They're not the table. They're just shaped like it. Big, hefty, silverback, gorilla-shaped bitches. And these women, all of these women come in with the same mindset. It's not about all women being the same. It's about them having the same mindset. It's just how certain women deal with it. You have a lot of women that are very intelligent. Intelligent in a way of their sexual nature. See, they'll go through their car, uh, their their party years, their college years, riding the CC, the cock carousel. She'll be an amateur cock hopper, but when she finds that right guy, okay, now I'm ready to be the role of this and that. These women that do this in previous years were 23 to 25 years of age, okay. Today, because of feminism, and this is my personal belief, that these women have been told that they can do all these things. Now you can freeze your eggs. You don't even have to worry. Find a donor later on. Have the child that you want. Be the single mother by choice that everybody rants and raves about, but realizes that the child, whether it's whether it's a female, especially a male, ends up really taking the blow in the long run. So for all you women that feel that way, you feel empowered being a single mother by choice, stop. Think about your your child. Think about that development without a father. And I'll let MJ say the rest. Stop it. Get some help. Get some help. You got see this this is what this is what kills me with modern women. Single mothers especially. Some of these women Attractive, beautiful, but single mothers. Men, women got to realize that when you're a single mother and you're trying to communicate with a guy who is not a single father, you automatically go down two notches to him. You automatically go down two notches. So let's say you're, you have a, you have a three-year-old son. You're about a seven. You're a caucasoid brown hair, blue eyes, right? But you're 30. You're a single mother with a three-year-old 
you instantly go down to a five. No ifs, ands, or buts. You can be the most beautiful thing walking. But when a guy who doesn't represent beta bucks to you, the guy who doesn't represent beta bucks to you, he's not going to, he's not going to subscribe to that. And it is your job to come to that realization that this guy's not going to be around. I shouldn't be focusing on whoring it up while I have a son or a daughter. And maybe this is why I tell women at this point, you got enough simps out there. Let these simps facilitate. Let them be the stepfather. Let that. And I hate to say it like that, but that child needs upbringing, needs a fatherly upbringing he needs a balance there's too many men raised on the feminine just the just off of feminine energy from the single mother the feminine energy from the aunts you may have a couple uncles who can teach you something but it's rare that you're around them trust me it 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 gets difficult it gets very dicey but these women don't give a shit they're single mothers they're single mothers by choice Therefore, they're damaged goods by choice. Single mothers by choice and damaged goods by choice. Let's get back to it. You try the beautiful one, but most of y'all are not going to use it because you're never going to be put in that position because you never know how to strategize to the different race of women that you're going to deal with. Next, there's not a special place to go meet women. It's not. The attraction is either there or, that, or it's not. Majority of the women that I've met have been in like grocery stores, walking around, bumping them, in, bumping into them at certain places. It's not like, all right, I'm gonna go to the club and meet a woman. Oh, we're gonna go here. Majority of the times where people tell you to go meet women is typically the place where you're gonna go. There's gonna be women, but women know that you're there to see them, so they're gonna be bougie. That's how that's how the how to meet women game works. Everyone gives the same advice on where to go meet women. Coffee shops, go to this, go to that, go to that. But when you go to these places, you're going to get those women. But those women know that you have came there to meet them. So they already got a heads up and they already got their guard up and they may come across bougie. There is no special place to meet no woman. There is no special site to go to where it's only going to be like that. Uh-uh. You have to understand. Majority, even when it comes to like match.com, a machine is teaching you how to stay on that site. When it comes to these adult sites, that's a, that's another thing. They put fake women on there to keep you coming because they're feeding into your weakness as a man. I should just stop it right there. That should be it. That should be over with. That should be the end of the video. Not just the video, but the whole podcast episode. See, dating apps, and I'm going to say something that sounds bizarre. Dating apps and pornography have a lot of things in common. Dating apps, dating sites, and pornography have a lot of things in common. One of those things is feeding off the desperation of men. The second thing is actually propping and pedestalizing the average five and below type of hoe. This is the truth. The only difference is, well, actually, it is very similar because you have a quote unquote free version 
And the free version only gives you a certain capability. So if you're on the app and you are, and you have the free version, you can't see who likes your pictures, right? You can't see who views your app or who views your uh who views your uh your profile or your page, excuse me, unless you pay a certain amount. Now, once you drop that coin, then you'll have the capability of seeing all of the refrigerator-shaped bitches, uh, sex bots, what I like to call thought bots, and average everyday whorehounds who's trying to invite you to a web show or show you pictures of her feet, show you pictures of her titties, do all this. If you go on these apps now as a guide, the only thing you're going to... And it's like it's connected to pornography so much that, like I said, the sex workers, the webcam girls, the OnlyFans chicks, the bitches on Snapchat that play with themselves, all of these women participate in it just to promote their shit. So all it is for a woman is self-promotion, while these simps and a lot of these guys who don't know any better, they're on a quest for love. Stop it. Get some help. This is that help right here. This that harsh reality. This that harsh reality. This is something that a lot of men, if you're young, you're going to be, you're very fortunate to listen to this right now. If you're a guy my age, then you probably lived and you learned and you probably took a, you probably took an L or two like myself, but hopefully you're able to still keep it pushing. But this is for the younger guys. Because, you know, these dating apps, it's similar to porn. It consumes your time and it consumes your energy. Now, porn, of course, is more direct with masturbation and then porn addiction. But that same dependency and that same addiction is also connected to social media, which is, of course, dating apps. <laughs> Facts. Speaking of, I just want to jump in and talk about my own shit because, you know, Anthony Spade, Shout out to Anthony Spade, but he's telling you to fuck with ugly bitches and start off at the prelims. I'm telling you niggas to, to test the waters, nigga. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Take that risk. Be willing to take it out. Rest in peace. Shout out to Patrice O'Neill. Be willing to take a loss. But let's get into why dating apps or why online dating is pointless. Okay? Why online dating is pointless. Reason number one, half-finished profiles. In other words, women only posting a couple of pictures of themselves. Everything else is irrelevant. Or you'll see your... Everybody loves the BBWs, apparently. BBWs actually, like, if I'm not mistaken, it's like one of the top-searched uh, things on porn on Pornhub, or on just porn sites, I think, with porn engines. I know all of this information. <laughs> it's like what I mentioned yesterday, I didn't really think about it, because then again, I heard I heard Donovan Sharp, salute to Donovan Sharp. You heard? Salute to Donovan Sharp, okay? He was talking about how homosexual relationships are less likely to have physical altercations or conflict versus the average lesbian relationship. Because you know how these bitches are. They, they want to try to put hands on you. You know what I mean? 
These bitches want to try to put hands on you and shit. Motherfuckers ain't playing games. <laughs> it's like what we talked about a couple days ago, I think. Was it a couple days ago? Could have been. Well, you got a guy, right? He buys this bitch a so-called present. She opens all this, unwraps it, and it's papers, DNA test saying that he isn't the father. This nigga's been linked in for three fucking years, practically watched the child grow up, believed the child was his, put all the effort, put all of his money, put all of his energy, all of his resources, made sacrifices to feed the family that he thought was his. And see, women just, they 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 laugh at guys like that. I want, I want you men to understand that that sugar and spice and everything nice, <laughs> that shit's long gone. They can't even, they can't even play that role anymore because it was all a role to begin with. The sugar and spice and everything nice. That was all a role. That was just all an attitude or that was just a temporary tactic to wheel in a man like a siren, right? Wheel him in and just take, just take possession of him. You know what I mean? And I'm always like, <coughs> I always think it's funny when like, you know, you go to these dating sites and like a lot of people who just aren't picking up, like I said, you'll find, you'll find, a, you'll find a chick, you'll find three chicks with the same profile, different names. Like, oh, okay. That's a bot. That's a bot. That's a bot. And that somehow still keeps men on these apps. It's like the lottery, Right. And it's the same with women, except guys are so fucking casual and basic as men that we would just settle for a bitch who's obedient at this point. To be 1,000 with you. A woman who's just willing to cooperate. We'll settle with that. You know what I mean? I know that sounds just insane, right? Doesn't make any sense. How, how could you say... That the men today, who are essentially invisible, large percentage, I don't want to be the gloom and doom type of guy, but I would say it's more than 80%. I think 80% can be split to like 20-something percent of that 80%. And the 20-something percent are the attractive guys who just aren't quote unquote high value, but they have the looks or they're making it, they're making just enough money to be in that playing field. You see what I mean? So there's like a 20% within the 80%. There's, see, it, it goes even deeper. It's just guys don't really think about it like that. See, a bitch can tell you she wants the top notch guy, but if she knows she's not attractive enough, she's settling for something. And that quote unquote settling is just survival, as I stated before. With women, love is a survival mechanism. It is a it is a tactic where, for today's sake, the women who just sleep around, they can finally come to that quote unquote wall. And I don't know. I'm just I just it's just weird. Like somebody pointed out that 
a woman doesn't necessarily hit the wall at 30. And it makes sense. He's right. But a lot of women hit the wall earlier. It's not to say that the woman necessarily hits the wall later. She will have an epiphany phase before her 30s. With the women in the promiscuous nature, you got to mention the hypersexuality when it comes to women, the poly lifestyle that they promote. And they can talk about men are doing the same thing, but once again, they have a pea, a, a pea body mind. And they're not, they're not thinking of the 80% of guys who they don't even acknowledge. She mentions the 10%. 20% of guys who she finds attractive. So her selectiveness goes beyond just regular. See, like guys, we can have our quote unquote expectations, but does it really mean shit to a woman? No. So a lot of us just don't. And you got guys, and see me, I guess I'm just cultural in that fashion. Um, people say you, you, you have a type, you understand? It's just a difference of, have you been with those women or it's just the women that you're interested in? A lot of guys, they'll cut themselves short because a woman, a woman isn't measured up to what they believe she should be. When she's just who she is. So a lot of guys, they'll try to get possessive and try to control and change a bitch. And these bitches end up running a goddamn muck on you. But see, at the end of the day, what else? What else? What else? Like when you go on to dating apps, what else does a guy look for? A guy can say he's looking for a relationship. And he might be looking for a relationship. He just knows that it's not going to be on an online app. So don't don't put don't don't put relationships on what you're interested in. Just put short term, put hookups, be realistic. I mean, there's whorehounds out there everywhere. And getting getting into whorehounds, which by the way, number one, half pictures, half finished uh, profiles, meaning that a woman has one picture. Or she has more than one picture. That's a sign that that is a bot. That is not really the person there. And you'll probably find more profiles similar. Or you'll find the same name, different profile, a lot of things. But you'll mostly find repetitive pictures. <clears throat> That's the first sign, right? Dating online is fucking pointless. All right. Number two, whorehounds promoting their Snapchat, IG, and OnlyFans account. Not there for dates. Okay, you have women and these are and it doesn't even go that extreme. You'll have average at best women promoting themselves like they're top and they're talking about they're only there for friendship. Bitch, stay on Facebook. What do you want a dating app looking for, quote unquote, friendship? So let me translate this for the guys out there who don't believe what I'm about to tell you. There is a translation. There is women ease. And shout out to Donovan Sharp because I have to break down some womanese quickly. When it comes to a woman who goes on a dating app looking for friends, translation, she's on a dating app looking for friends with benefits. Okay? Matter of fact, where's the gun at again? That shit was low the first time. Kind of disappointed because that was a good one. 
these women who say that they're on dating apps looking for quote unquote friends, they're looking for friends with benefits or they're fucking dykes. And this look, <clears throat> no disrespect to the lesbian community. It is what it is. But most of these women that go on these dating app, dating apps are actually looking for other women. Right now, of course, they will put that down because they still want the validation and attention for men. This is true. There's videos that prove this. Whorehounds, though, on the other hand, these whorehounds, these um, World Wide Web whorehounds um, promoting their IG, Snapchat, OnlyFans account, and, and porn, let's just face it, porn, um, nudes, uh, go to this nude app, etc., mostly computers, uh, fight bots at best, whorehounds at, at the very least, nothing to offer, they pretty much... And see, look, the dating, the dating apps aren't going to crack down on that. There's not many people that's going to report that, right? So it's going to continue to flood the dating apps. And it just, it's just like, it's, it's a really fucked up scene. But uh, number three, the only here for friends, like I said, the only here for friends type of women on a dating app. All right. Once again, I'm only here for friends and woman ease is translation for I want friends with benefits. <clears throat> OK, number four, BBWs. Like I said, refrigerator shaped bitches, conventional oven shaped bitches, washer and dryer combo shaped bitches. Right. Believe they're the prize due to their simps pedestalizing them. Most women have inflated egos. So now, if I stated, I stated this in the beginning. You have these fat, out-of-pocket bitches going on these apps. Where's my cigarettes at, nigga? What the fuck is going on here? What the hell is going on here? Son of a bitch. Sorry, man. It's a real nigga moment. Hold up. These ain't Newports, though. You know what I mean? Mavericks. I'm not that niggerish. But anyway, these overweight, problematic at best women go on these apps and by their expectations alone, you would think that these were dime pieces. You would think that these women were at least at least a seven. These fat refrigerator shaped bitches can pass for a two. At best. And that's and that's a little wobbly. That's off of some whiskey or something. I'm drinking Johnny fucking Walker. You feel me? If I'm if I'm fucking shacking with one of these bitches. But their expectations are so high. Cause they got these simps giving these bitches clout coins. <laughs> Giving these fucking fat whores clout clout coins, clout coins, and, and at the end of the day, what what do these guys get? It's always something I wanted to ask. So you go, and this is what Anthony Spade said when you have when you go and practice your game. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's where these women get their egos from. They've gotten like they've taken the type the type of advice 
that Anthony Spade just said, you're approaching fat, out-of-shape bitches, out-of-pocket bitches with absolutely nothing to offer to quote-unquote sharpen your game for what? <laughs> for what? So, all right, let's just say, let's just say you do this shit, right? Like, you decide, you know what? I'm going to go out here. I'm going to try to smash an eight, but for right now, I'm going to talk to threes. I'm going I'm to approach threes and conversate with threes. And let's say these women just so happen to um, participate and give you eye contact and all of these indicators that you're looking for. They're still threes. This is how you simp. This is how you pedestalize meaningless vagina. This is how you do it. Stop it. Get some help. You can't be telling guys to do that. What the fuck is going on here? Take it easy. What the fuck is going on here? Where's the alarm at? I gotta wake these niggas up. I think I think niggas that's listening, they're probably asleep. They're probably asleep. Y'all need to wake up, man. But here's the kicker. Here's the best part about online dating that I didn't even mention. It is like, it is like the most toxic environment. And when a man says this, I'm going to break it down. See, women use the term toxic for men all the time. And it really just breaks down to shit they don't agree with. It has to be toxic. The sisterhood comes together. They rape, they, they wave that weird, awkward fucking flag that they have. And they just run a fucking muck, okay? In all actuality, the expectations, the self-entitlement, the toxic behavior, the fact that most of these women who do this are actually single mothers, and the fact that they have multiple children by multiple baby fathers, and they're still looking for a quality man, is by far the most comical thing I've heard. <laughs> it's comical. It's a fucking joke. That's what, you know what I mean? I had to bring back the guns. Fuck that shit. You know what I'm saying? I had to bring back the guns. Like, seriously. So now, even the five and belows, right? Just think about this, gentlemen. While you're scrolling through those dating apps, you may have, you may have came across the BBW that was interested in you. Just realize you can talk as much shit as you want. See, I'm talking shit. I'm frying these bitches. But these bitches are going to get more dick than you're going to get vagina. Every time it's an involving door. These five and belows get enough decent guys who are desperate enough to smash them. They believe that they can actually hold a high value man. I think that's where I believe that I just cracked the code. The prophecy is true. I think I just cracked the code. So look, hear me out. These fat, sloppy, fat, sloppy Joe in the morning eating bitches. These Dunkin' Donuts, uh, bitch, these Dunkin' Donuts at midnight eating bitches, right? They come across one guy, right? Like Anthony Spade says, to go out there and practice game on some of these sloppy hoes. And they've came across enough guys who are desperate enough to use this tactic. Because I believe there is a desperation tactic 
that is being used and it's only going to make you look worse. And I think the attitude that a lot of guys get is because the game is so fucked up that they have to be the ones to settle. So essentially, you become the one who submits. You submit to all the fuckery. You sign up to these women and their entitlement. You sign up to these women and their expectations. That's what going on dating apps represent. It's not just because there's guys that's going on dating apps regardless. It depends on who you are and how you most guys who are on dating apps, they're going to agree 100% on what I'm saying. At least 80%. It's just my end game is completely different. See, the way I win the game is I don't participate in it. That's where the Sigma male and a lone wolf mindset comes in. The way I win the game is I simply don't participate in it. Now, that doesn't mean I sit on my ass and I do nothing. I don't stack money. I don't work out. I don't put in the activities that I need to maintain the lifestyle that I'm living now, which is very comfortable, I may add. But what it does mean is that I don't have to. I don't have to put myself. In that level of desperation, I don't have to be fed off of my desperation and the way that porn does it. It's the same way that the dating apps do it. It's really no difference except you're getting a direct result from pornography. And because of that direct release or that direct result, you have the sex, you have the, the, the porn addiction, you have the, the sex addicts and, and etc. With women, it's always been a cash grab. Let's face it, all of these women today, and I pointed this out before, um, AD, Austria D on YouTube, Austria D, subscribe. He was breaking this down to a T and he used actual porn stars. Um, Mia Khalifa was one of them and some other bitch that I don't fucking know. These women were talking about, this is after, this is one, one bitch, one bitch was an old timer. She was still bad though. She was, she was an old timer. She was in the game for like over 15 years. And you know, these bitches start off 18, supposedly. But some of these women, depending on where they are, they get away with starting 17. See, they don't talk about the gruesome reality of porn until they're 15 years down the line. Till they just got done sucking their 500 cock. Then they want to bring up the truth and all of the, the so-called abuse that she signed up for. You bitches need to wake up. You hoes need to wake the fuck up. But see, it doesn't matter. Like I said, we broke it down. With Wild Women Wednesday, yesterday, last night, where a bitch just talks about openly fucking 20 guys. Like, that shit is just nothing to her. Oh, I fucked 20 guys. Yeah, you know, it was at the, she said it was at the Bahamas. She was at a resort, right? And she ran across, she ran across 20 guys, 20, and let 20 guys fuck this Bitch, 20 guys, and she's saying this openly. She didn't, the guy who filmed it and was asking her, he, she already knew that she was being filmed, but he told her, I'm not going to, I'm not going to show your face. Just say what you said earlier. And she said it. Now think about the guy. It's all funny games. It's all funny. It's all jokes. But think about the guy 
who fell for that. Think about the guy who fell in love with a bitch who got piped down, who got her guts rearranged, not even rearranged, got her guts replaced. She probably don't even got walls anymore after 20 men ramrodded. And a guy, you have to think that there's a guy who came across and that woman made her believe, made, that woman made that guy believe that he swept her off her feet. When all reality, she got piped, completely rearranged by 20 men in the past. At once. At once. Back to back. Like, like I said, this is this is this is the modern day women. I'm not gonna be like Kevin Samuels. These are our modern day. Fuck these bitches don't belong to me. I don't have any. I don't have any say so when it comes to these bitches' behaviors. Only thing I can worry about is doing what I need to do. You know what I mean? These bitches, they're on a road. They're on a road to nowhere. They don't even know it. They're either on. They're on a path to single motherhood or they're just on a complete road of destruction. Mission failed. That's what these bitches are. They're just they're just on a quest. They're like they're like on a Call of Duty map. No guns. Just with a knife. Like, what are you doing? You won't go out in the open, you're gonna get sniped. <laughs> but that's this is how when it comes to dating apps. More importantly, like I said, we're going to get back into this list because I do want to go over the other video. Because like I said, I don't want this to be extremely long tonight because of the gas. And I can't put on the air because of my gas. And it is 29 degrees Fahrenheit. So, the BBWs believe that they're the prize due to simps pedestalizing it. Realize, gentlemen, don't be mad. Matter of fact, fuck that. I can't tell you how to feel. I be I get mad at these fucking women sometimes. The fuck do I have to hide that for? I'm sure these bitches they'll they'll tell you what you what what their problem is with men without without you even asking them. <laughs> that's how that's how emotionally damaged these bitches are, right? But these hefty bitches come in, and these simps don't have any any self control, like you know. These guys are barely human. These these simps are subhuman. These are subhuman simps. These simps are indestructible. They can't be bargained with. They can't be reasoned with. You know what I mean? You have to take these niggas down. We have to get rid of the simps before we even deal with the modern day women. We got to get these simps up out of here. They fucking the whole game up. And it's the simps that pedestalize these women. And it's the reason why a lot of these women who are either in relationships or still fucking with guys still deal with dating apps. They get free validation. For free. It's free. They don't have to do anything. So you have to ask yourself, like, why be mad at a woman, right? Who at this point in time, due to the desperation and the lack of productive, uh, presentable women, these guys are willing to sleep with refrigerators. 
these guys have no fucking care in the world, dude. Like, it, it, it comes to a point where it's like, your urges have to, like, have a limit. Like, see, BBWs, see, that's, that's a difficult terminology, because anything that's considered big from a woman that's not her ass, that's not her titties, is automatically uh, a no-go for a lot of guys. But certain women, they have, certain women, they got the, they got the curves and whatnot, and I'd still smash. I don't give a fuck. Shit, I'm no fucking dating coach. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. <laughs> live your own life, nigga. How about that? <laughs> live your fucking life. Do what you need to do. I'm just here with a message. That's all. But see, a, a lot of a lot of these big women, they've gotten that. They've gotten the social exception. They're pretty much being told to remain unhealthy, to remain out of shape. And who's that benefit? It doesn't even benefit them. But who does that really benefit? Big and beautiful. All right. You can tell yourself that. I can gain 50, 60 pounds and I can say, well, I'm good looking still. I'm good looking. But if a bitch looks at me as a fat ass nigga, then that's just what I'm going to be. So a lot of you women got to hold that title for being a fat, hefty, uh, garbage can shaped, awkward shaped bitch. Fuck out of here, bitch. You shaped like a, a PT cruiser. Fuck out of here. Talking about you to you the prize, you the table. Like I said, bitch, you only the size of a table. You're not the table. You're not a fucking prize. You're fucking burdened. Okay? Number five. Women with too many bodies expecting... Expecting simps who won't be aware enough to notice. Like I mentioned before. When these women reach a certain body count, the epiphany phase kicks in. All right. Who can I be with and truly be with? She'll try to still sport fuck, but she'll try to turn those guys into the providers. But she realizes that that doesn't happen. So she goes for the beta males and the beta males who have the money and they have the profits and they have enough to actually take care of her. She'll still go out there, run amok and be a smut, but she'll have that guy fooled because a lot of women have that facade. It goes beyond just the cover of makeup. It's the sugar and spice and everything nice. It's listen to what I say, but don't pay attention to what I do. That's that's how a lot of women get across. They think that men don't pay attention. What I'm trying to do is get a lot of these guys who wouldn't have paid attention to be more aware. Do whatever the fuck you want. I say that dating online or online dating is fucking pointless. If you out here trying to smash a bitch, that's your best fucking option. If you're out here actually looking for dates, which by the way, you're you're spending money, nigga. Like, I'm not. I'm listen. I don't even want to go there. I don't even want to go there. Okay. But these women who become like easy, like oh yeah, I hooked up with her in like a week. How many other guys do you think she hooked up with? Like, come on. Does it is it really like something that you promote? Like. Oh, yeah, I just smashed this haggard-ass bitch who I know fucked tons of guys before me. But, yo, I smashed it. Then you got number six, the scarcity mindset. The scarcity mindset never works on dating apps 
but most men will never experience the abundance of women on average, meaning most men will experience oneitis and heartbreak faster. I'm going to read that again. That is number six. The scarcity mindset never works on dating apps, but most men will never experience the abundance of women on average, meaning most guys will experience one-itis and heartbreak faster. That's the fucking truth. The scarcity mindset, and let's go to a scarcity mindset is when you are so obsessed with a lack of something, usually time or money, that you can't seem to focus on anything else no matter how hard you try, okay? Remember that. So the scarcity mindset in dating is pretty much doing this. You don't bring much money to the table, right? But you carry yourself as a quote-unquote gentleman. That shit doesn't mean nothing on a dating app. Now, it may mean something if you have that ability to code to a woman in person and be able to articulate that or be able to have ways of words to get past that at least in the first I don't know 10 minutes of fucking conversating then yeah scarcity mindset is a guy who's going to put all of his eggs in one basket and once once that woman decides to move on or once he realizes he can't he's not able to hook up or he's not able to do the things that he thought he would do with the woman he's instantly broken right and that's like the black pill is just a scarcity mindset when it comes to progress, right? So like I said, you get all this information, you get the red pill awareness, but you're not using it. You just look at the dating market or the relationships or these women for what it is, and you just sit back and you admit defeat and you make content about it. There has to come a time where all that shit is irrelevant. Even if you find out that a lot of these women are meaningless, you're still going to have to put in the effort to better yourself. You're not going to let a woman, you shouldn't let women di dictate how your life is going to be. But the scarcity mindset, right? With the scarcity mindset, the guy is not really thinking clear-headed. This is why love, love will always remain the weakness of most men. And I'm going to do an episode on that soon. I may do it tomorrow. I may do it Monday. Not really sure. Love for a man will be an ultimate weakness. Because men love hard. Especially men. Men who don't get. Men who feel they don't get enough love. When they just get that little attention from a woman. Or they actually get that genuine care. That guy is nearly attached to the hip. Now, of course, the women don't necessarily know that. They don't notice it, but it's the case. Guys, that's why guys, when they take a loss, they, they take it a little bit heavier than a woman. A woman's response online is quicker. Oh, I've, I've just broken up. I can't believe this. She's going to have so many guys try to go into her inbox, depending on how she looks. A guy says that, and you're not going to really have much guys going, oh, man, I'm man up, hope you feel better. You ain't going to get all that. Right? So now you add that on top of a guy who's already desperate to find a woman. The scarcity mindset is like a ticking time bomb within like his mind. You know what I mean? Like 
he's going to get broken faster. He's going to catch one itis faster, meaning he's going to find that one attractive woman and just be completely head over heels. And if she conversates with him, then he's going to be even more invested. And then once she pulls back or once she leaves, he's devastated. All right. Dating apps are a cold. It's a, dating apps are like a, a uneven battlefield. Right. Number seven. And this is a very important one. Number seven, transsexuals being fraudulent. Yes, transsexuals are like everywhere in dating apps, right? And they're not telling you, you you'll have to go on their profile for them to say that they're trans. Now, I believe that either they should have their own shit. I'm just going to be honest with you. They should have their own shit or they should automatically be addressed as transsexual because if that's if that's what they if that's what they're comfortable being, then that's what they should be addressed as on dating apps. You know, what I mean, because it's just really OD the amount of transsexuals on dating apps. It's just crazy. It's insane. Number eight. OK, number eight only puts women of low value on pedestals while silencing men who are already invincible. Say that again. Only puts women on, only puts, excuse me, fuck. Damn it. Only puts women of low value on pedestals while silencing men who are already invisible. Okay. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Most guys, when it comes to online dating apps or when it just comes to attraction in general, are considered invisible by average women. Now, of course, a bitch who's eight or nine, she's high up, uh, high quality, I'm not sure high value, but just on the looks, a high quality woman, right? She's going to have high quality demands. That's natural, understandable. These five and below bitches with that same attitude is just completely idiotic. You like it puts the low value women on pedestals because low value. They know they're going off of just the desperation that women have to be the center of attention. Women have the desperation of being center of attention. Men have the desperation of getting the actual attention and consideration from women believe it or not yeah dating apps are primarily dudes who want to hook up initially because guys know for the most part your nature and the fact that you go on here to hook up as well it's just that you don't promote it to a point to where you just openly talk about it you're not like the woman who gets piped by 20 guys you have fucking sense right but is that number eight yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, that's what I have. And then I have the Forbes, five ways to handle scarcity mindset. The reason why I'm doing this is because most men go on these dating apps with a scarcity mindset. Or it's like the Disney dynamic or the Disney theory of, well, there's just has to be some woman out there, one woman, this and that. And it's just this unrealistic way of thinking all right if you say all right well there's women out here who i'm sure okay that's a little different but if you're just like i said one itis mode 
if you're just saying, well, there's a soulmate or somebody, my better hat, like that's, that's played out. That's dead. So you got to really focus on handling that scarcity mindset. Number one, this is from Forbes. The other list was from me. This one is from Forbes. Forbes, five ways to handle scarcity mindset. Number one, focus on what you have. Number two, surround yourself with people that have an abundance mindset. Here's the trick. <laughs> Here's the kicker, right? If you're more like myself or you're either you're a loner or you're a lone wolf, there is a difference. A lone wolf is someone who can be by himself comfortably and not really complain. A loner is someone who's not necessarily, he's a loner or he or she's a loner because they're not comfortable with the environment around them. A lone wolf just doesn't want to be in every conversation and doesn't want to be in the environment of certain people. It's, there's a difference. So when you reach a point, and like I said, I still have a decent amount of friends that I communicate with, hang out with every now and then. But times like now, you know, I, I really just enjoy being in my own fucking company. You know, especially if I'm not working. We're supposed to get snow supposedly uh, Saturday, which I hope that's not the case because they're going to try to call a nigga into work. I'll lie and tell him I have something else to do. Then again, I need the extra money, so fuck it. My bad. Number two, like I said, surround yourself with people that have an abundance mindset. In most cases, you're not going to really find a lot of those people. And if you do, it's not that they're in high places. They're actually to themselves, too. And the reason why somebody with an abundance mindset would be more to himself as well is because... The same reason, the environment. There's a lot of people who are closed-minded. There's a lot of people who are one-track-minded, one-trick ponies. Guys who can only talk about things in, in one way. Can't really articulate it or break it down any further. And it's like this cookie-cutter, go-along-to-get-along, um, do-gooder attitude. And that's not a good thing. Don't be that. Number three, create win-win situations. This is difficult. I find that to be sort of a self, a self-help type of thing, but we're just going to let that slide. Number four, incorporate gratitude in your daily life. Absolutely. It's like, I, I don't, look, I've always stated, I believe that most Sigma males, their biggest opponent is themselves or their previous selves or who they were before, what money they were making before, what job they had before, what girlfriend did they have before. Where are they at today? Where can they be in the future? What does it take to get there? We are our biggest opponents. Because sometimes I look in the mirror and I see a better me. But it's not really me. It's a possibility. And as long as I have that, I'll have that drive to better myself. Not for the acceptance of women, but for the, for the joy. Or It's like working out. Going to the gym, feeling that burn, feeling that pain. You know what I mean? Sore. Barely feel anything. Next day, take a shower. You still feel a little tight. But as you start to move, the blood starts to circulate. You feel good. You feel rejuvenated. 
it's like it's the same feeling. It's like you got to continuously better yourself even from what you were the day before. And like I said, even though I'm down to 38 miles until E, I know I'm less than I know I'm less than like fucking 8 miles away from my house, so I'm good on that note. Plus I can get gas tomorrow morning. Just been so busy with this fucking job. Not really busy, but like, you know, the repetitive nature of just working is crazy. But if I get a chance to sit back, get into my vehicle, do a podcast episode, I feel that my day is completed. You feel me? Not to say that going going to work and doing what you have to do isn't any isn't necessarily any better. It's just me getting a chance and an opportunity, you know. And I always do this. It's it's became a ritual now. And throughout the years, you know, I went, I've came up, <laughs> I've came up, because uh, I used to have some some wacky productions. Now shit is a little bit more, you know, a little more crisp. But anyway, like I said, like when number four, you incorporate gratitude in your daily life and you try to better yourself along the way. Okay. Number five, train your mind to recognize the possibilities. This can be a give or take. And the reason why I'm saying that is I know person I personally I personally know people, right? Who have this mindset of just being optimistic and just seeing the positive of things, not paying too much attention to the negatives. And this belief that because I'm just paying attention to the positives, then the negativity won't come my way is absolute bullshit. And I've seen these type of people firsthand lose, nearly lose their fucking minds because they've actually believed that if they thought, if they thought about something or if they had a positive thinking about something, then everything positive happens. Life doesn't work that way. At the same time, there's a lot of people who just think negatively all the fucking time. I used to be that guy. And I used to hang out with people, ironically, and this was the funny thing about it, I used to hang out with people that were like optimistic to a point where I couldn't be around them anymore. I would be like depressed, like, and people would just tell me, oh, you just got to think about the positive, this and that. Like, yo, nigga, you don't even know the story. Like, you can't just hit me with some Hallmark quote and think that that's just going to make things better. You, you see what I mean? Like, so you got to be realistic, but you also want to exercise your mind or incorporate your mind into activities and ideas brainstorm it's one of the best things that i can say brainstorm the possibilities don't don't recognize or don't just brainstorm the positivities but the possibilities Did I believe in that way you be kind you kind of become more of a yin yang meaning that 
in order to be happy, you're going to have to go through a lot of hard work. And those moments of hard work, they're not going to be the most joyous times of your life. It's just not. Let me make sure I plug in. Jesus Christ. Plug my phone in to this charger for my phone dies. All right, very well, good. But you bra- I brainstormed a lot, and I became very strategic. I, I mentioned this before. Like, I believe as a lone wolf, you have to be strategic. You can't just go by yourself everywhere, but you should be comfortable in your own skin to if you go to certain places, you, you, you know that you're capable of handling whatever comes your way. And you're not running away from shit, but you're also not Billy Badass. And you're carrying yourself in a very, uh, not not masculine, but very presentable, in a very presentable fashion. You know what I mean? So you're not like, you don't want to be the guy who feels left out if you're not around a certain amount of people. You don't want to be that guy. Especially if you're young. I'm telling you this, guys, right now. You find a small circle of people. You create a network. And what I mean by network is like you create like a military branch. And it's just y'all. You know, anybody that anybody that comes into the circle, they got to be evaluated. We just can't let um, regular type of civilians into our circle. We, we have our own thing. See, that's how it has to be. And if, if you look at the red pill, that's pretty much what the red pills become. And it's kind of fucked up because it just becomes a group of... The red pill just consists of tribes. Well, you got this tribe of people, they stream together. And they got problems with another group of people who also stream together. Or they stream separately but they have similar content. So they'll just sit back. One tribe will sit back and say that the other tribe is false and bullshit while both of them are really just cashing in and making money off of desperate ass niggas. It's just what it is. It's not to say that niggas ain't dropping valuable information, but it comes to a point where it's like, all right, you know, red pill and dating advice just doesn't go together in my mind. And some, to some extent, even the people that tell you, including myself, I'm telling you that this is the reasons why I feel that online dating is pointless. Okay. You may have different reasons. You may be a nigga that's going, that's running through bitches and don't even need to hear this information. It doesn't matter. It needs to be addressed. You know what I mean? And I got a couple more things. Put down. Do I really want to get back into the Anthony Spade video? I kind of do. And then go into the next video. But um, a woman can't be trustful about women. Right. Just think about this. I want to, I want to just, just a small thing I wanted. I had, you know, typed. A woman can't be truthful about women without pedestalizing herself. Most women today 
cannot be truthful about women without pedestalizing themselves. All right, so dig this. Female dating advice. Or better yet, female dating coaches towards men. It's the analogy of a fish jumping out of the water and teaching a man how to catch the fish. It's the idea of a female actually believing that because of her personal experiences, that every guy, and this is the same thing that male dating coaches do, every guy can be successful. You don't look nothing like the nigga that's telling you the information. You probably don't even deal with, communicate, or even see the type of women that he deals with in his everyday, on, on an everyday basis. So, so what does it really do for you? Well, it's like beer muscles, but it's like a psychological thing. It's like when guerrilla warfare, the attacks are in complete darkness, right? Executed with no electricity can't monitor shit. You can scope it, but no cameras is pointing it out. It's a thief in the night, right? You don't see it coming. I've said this for the past three fucking years, probably four years now, that there's going to come a time where a lot of men are going to start walking away from the dating scene and from the ideas of relationships and men have been giving up on marriages for for the longest because women were the first ones to give up on the marriages and 80% of them were the ones to file for divorce. Can't make this shit up. You can look this up yourself. I've been saying this for four years that men, more men, and I stated even though at that time it wasn't that I didn't understand MGTOW, I completely understood MGTOW. I just felt that there were certain content creators that were placed on this level of being insightful, but it was really just like you're buying sex dolls and all this other shit. And it's just, I couldn't, I couldn't subscribe to it. But then I came across MGTOW Monk, AKA Hammerhand. And I came across other content creators with the MGTOW philosophy. And I understood it. I said it from that point, that group MGTOW, is going to grow day by day with the problematic behavioral traits of the modern women. It would only be an amount of time until men either completely simped out instantly, and that's what happened. It's split. You got the beta bucks, they're only fans, they're giving bitches only fans. Uh, only fanfare, clout coins. And then you have the guys who are like, oh, okay, this is what the dating market is. I'm not participating. They go their own way. It's not like, and see, this is the thing. And I wanna I wanna throw this out here before I get back into these videos and I and I begin to wrap this up, right? The red pill and MGTOW, they're not cheat codes. It shouldn't be seen as a fucking cheat code. The red pill is harsh realities. 
If it was a cheat code, you wouldn't need to be dealing with this type of information to deal with. Think about it. If the, if the red pill was a cheat code, then there would be no reason for the red pill to be out there, then would it? We would just turn into Max and players, fuck tons of bitches, happily ever after, may, may impregnate a couple women, get to a position where we can make enough money to take care of the, take care of the children, take care of the household, etc., It'll be happily ever after. The red pill is harsh realities. Okay? MGTOW... MGTOW... is a choice. The red pill breaks down to taking the red pill. Allowing yourself to consume... and take heed to the discussions. And to get to a point where it's not just about impressing women, you're trying to impress yourself. You're trying to better yourself. The women, sure. Secondary, at best, secondary. Once you start bettering yourself because of women, you follow a lot of these PUAs, some red pill content creators, and then... I got to mention this because this was funny to me. I thought it was hilarious. And I knew it, bro. I I pointed this shit out. I said that DJ Academics was purple pill. And I said, if he keeps dealing with fresh and fit, he's going to ha- he's going to be talking about manosphere type shit. Even if he's disrespecting it, even though like fresh and fit, this this proves the point that fresh and fit are purple pill, by the way. You have a guy who goes on your platform, and I fuck with DJ Academics. I don't really give a fuck. He says that the manosphere can't go mainstream. We don't want to go mainstream. Are you fucking kidding me? You know how these basic bitches are reacting right now? Imagine hitting mainstream and touching some of these fucking eights, nines, and ten spirits. We out here, we out here snatching souls. We giving bitches the truth. They're not able to deal with it. How the fuck you think this shit is going to go on a mainstream level? But I'll be ready. I'd fry these bitches. I don't give a fuck. I don't got nobody to impress when it comes to a lot of these women. But at the same time, me me talking like this, and I have to specify, I have to really, I have to really break this down. What I just said doesn't mean I'm out here looking like a bum. I'm out here looking unpresentable. I'm out here just cussing bitches out. No. This is just therapeutic. This is just shit that's been on my mind all day. But it's like, yo. And when it comes to guys. Guys. Guys can't even have a fucking preference. Think about this, right? And I said this before with Fresh and Fit. You can't even have a fucking preference anymore as a man. But a bitch can have nothing but unrealistic and just completely fantasized, completely made-up narratives that involves her being happily ever after, the guy being traditional, the guy bringing everything to the table while the woman just sits there, goes to clubs, whores it up, going to the club, shaking that ass. You know what I mean? Out here twerking it up. You got to be ready to disconnect. See, I believe I use the term disconnect. I don't use MGTOW. 
And I'll tell you why I don't use MGTOW. I don't want to be one of those guys who gets criticized because I like the idea of fucking bitches. Like, dude, I'm, I like women, right? I don't want to deal with most of these women, but if it was just sex, yeah, I would deal with most of these bitches. Absolutely. For fun. I'd fuck a bitch in my car right now. Put the heat on because it's like 29 degrees, but I'll fuck a bitch in the car right now. But it's the participation and it's the guy who has to pedestalize five and below bitches to feel important about himself dealing with five and below bitches. Oh, you get validation. Congratulations, nigga. You've got validation from a five and below bitch. Now try that shit with an eight and see what happens. Try that goofy pickup line shit. Try that PUA shit with, with a bitch who's already with, with, with a bitch who's already dealt with guys who've done it. You'll get completely annihilated. You'll get completely annihilated. But let's get back into it, right? It's only like what two minutes left. Then we still gotta go to this other video. And we are hour and 38 minutes. We may actually go two hours. Didn't want to. I'm at 37 miles until Eid right now. Fuel level low. <laughs> so let's just finish this. That's what a lot of you guys have to understand. You're not going to go to a special place and meet somebody, right? You're not going to get the ultimate dating advice until you find yourself. Until you find yourself, you're not going to be able to do anything. You're not going to be able to do anything. Think this in mind. This is what I want you to think about. I want you to think about this. If I was to have the perfect girl right now, what's next? Given the conditions of life that you're living right now, based off the amount of money that you're living right now and your living conditions, if life was to say, all right, here's the girl of your dreams right now, you can have her, all right? She's pretty, she's never gonna leave you, and she's gonna be loyal. But this is the girl that you can have for the rest of your life. But it's up to you to, it, but it's up to you if she stays pretty. Is now this is where things go a little wacky. What he's explaining is one itis. So this is one itis, but like more three-dimensional. So you're pretty much asking beta males that if there was just one woman to his liking that would come in, be obedient, be willing to cooperate. These guys would sign up for it. You're not really telling them not to. In fact, it seems to me, in a lot of ways, which, like I said, I still like this. I still like uh, Anthony Spade. There's just a lot of things that I just don't really agree with. And this is from somebody who's average, but well, physically above average. You know what I'm saying? Physically, I'm above average. You know, I'm just gonna throw that out there. But making pretty much close to average, everyday, hardworking guy. So this isn't advice or anything from a guy, or this isn't advice at all, but this isn't especially advice from somebody who's quote-unquote successful. I'm successful in my own space. Sure, logically, I can be in a lot of better places, but I've been in so many worse positions that, I'm cool with what I have right now, but I'm always striving for something bigger. I always keep that motivation in, in mind so I never get too comfortable. You know what I mean? But you you know you don't want to 
You don't even, this is crazy. Up to you if she stays kind. It's up to you if she stays nice. You have to realize people environments is what changed them. Not just waking up. Women just don't wake up and be devious towards men. They have to be taught to be devious the same way children have to be taught to be devious. So what if you were to get the perfect girl that comes into your life and no matter what, this girl is going to be in your life, but she's not going to leave you. That's, that's what I want you to think about, right? But when you get her, she's going to be pretty. She's going to be loyal, but it's up to you to keep her conditions. What if you can't afford to keep her pretty? What if you don't know the diets of food that she should be eating? That's what you got to think about, huh? What if you ain't got the money to go make sure that she gets the right skin products? All you want to do is just have her conquer so you could turn her into a sex slave. Remember, all these good looking women turn into succubus because they're attracted to an alpha male and fell in love with an alpha male that turned them into a sex slave and then got rid of them. So you gotta think about that with your life. If I were to have the girl of my dreams in my life right now, would I be able to take care of her and keep her maintained at the level that she at? And the reason why I say that is because that's what a woman's thinking about. She's thinking about that every time she looks at a guy. If I was to get with him, will my life go up or will my life go down? And that's what you gotta start thinking about when it comes to women. Will this girl increase your life? Or would you go backwards? This is Anthony Spade. Hopefully you was able to get the message behind the truth of dating and meeting women. It's all... It's wacky, bro. It's, it's wacky. Shout out to Anthony Spade. No doubt. Subscribe. Um, Anthony Spade reacts. Or you can type in Anthony Spade. I think he also has multiple um, channels as well, if I'm not mistaken. Now, we're going to get into this last video here. Get into this last video. And, you know, same message. Different face, different race. We'll see if it's the same. Stay off the dating apps. Okay. Stay off of them, guys. Do not join any dating apps, especially now when times are tough. People are bored. People have nothing better to do, especially women, except swipe right and receive validation from online men, thirsty beta men that will do anything to make a woman's day, to validate her at the expense and the detriment um, of his own self-esteem, his, his, his confidence, his worth. He will do anything in order to get a little bit of a female's attention and in order to make this woman's day. What I'm about to share with you in this video is some new features that have opened up on dating apps, such as Plenty of Fish and Tinder, as well as a Tinder profile that I came across while experimenting, creating a profile during this crisis, just to show you guys how thirsty these females are for attention and how many men play into and feed this, their narcissistic, egotistical nature and their egos. Cook. They feel so entitled Cook. to call out a man on his appearance. They feel so entitled to demand things of men when in fact they are out of shape. 
They lack character. Males. Cook. They want to be like men. Mm -hmm. They want to talk like men. Yeah. Walk like men. Well. Have a rotation of men. Well. Seek our validation every single day. That is her sole purpose. God damn. And her God damn. That's her sole purpose. Sole goal. God damn. Is to receive attention. Mm. It is not to find a partner. It is not to find love. Cook. It is to gain as much attention from as many men as possible. Cook. Cook these bitches. Cook. In a short amount of time as possible. I'm going to read an excerpt from Plenty of Fish that uh -oh. talks about how they are dealing with the coronavirus. And now that women can't go out and seek attention, they are now online. And this is one of the features that one of many dating apps have decided to roll out and uh, incorporate within their app in order to keep men uh, and keep women, keep women's validation at an all time high, even during times of crisis, when you should just be working on yourself. So I'm going to read this. Dating app Plenty of Fish today began rolling out a free live streaming feature dubbed Live for members to encourage singles to quote unquote date from a distance. As the nation practices social isolation in partnership with the Meet Group Inc., a leading provider of interactive live streaming solutions, Live enables Plenty of Fish app users to live stream with friends and potential matches. So I did a little bit of research and I actually saw that there is such thing as now you can go on live with about, I think it's like 10, up to 10, maybe to 12 people at once on a live stream dating app with little squares in each corner, little squares, all with different dating profiles, people going live across the entire world. People By the way, that's already happening. And I want to point something else out. This whole dating from a distance thing. I wonder who that benefits. Sure as hell not benefiting the guy. But that female getting that instant validation, that female getting that instant attention, that's going to benefit the woman a whole lot more. But this goes back to the 60% women who dominate the dating apps to begin with. People that you will never meet. People that are just bored and have no desire to focus on their goals during this time. People that would rather spend hours on hours on end receiving validation and attention online and receiving it from many men that they never plan on having any experience with, but they will continue to tell these men that they care about them and that once quarantine's over, they plan on meeting them, flying out to see them, and that will never happen. That was, that's never gonna happen. Never. So a lot of men think, oh man, I struck gold with this one. She talks to me every day during quarantine. She's she's the one for me. She must be the one. And then at the end of the day, when this when this is all said and done and, and when the, the quarantine is over, she is nowhere to be found. She, she has moved on because you are one in a million men in her DMs. You are one in a million men now in this global live stream of dating. It's a zest. Mission failed. We'll go next time. Full of attention and uh, validation. It's disgusting. It's literally disgusting. Now, what I'm going to share with you on Tinder, in my experience, is even more 
disgusting. It's even more uh, derogatory. And it truly shows you the attitude of females nowadays in my generation. I'm 22 years old, and this is a 19-year-old. She is younger than me. However, what you are about to see, what she put on her profile, will disgust you to the core because I want you guys to picture if a man put something similar to this in his bio and if it would even be allowed to be put up on a dating app in general. Check it out. Hopefully he so Natalie said, dick pics only. Hit me up if you packing. I do not like shrimp. She put the little shrimp emoji. If you not goofy, you not for me. This is the attitude of many females on the dating apps that you will see. Especially now with uh, more boredom setting in. No self goals. No interest in anything but seeking attention and swiping right on an app, playing with men's emotions in order to build up your own self-confidence. Stay off the dating apps. This woman right here is the epitome of the millennial woman, the Gen Z woman. Uh, can you imagine if a man, let's just say I, posted on a dating app, I don't want no flapjacks, must have melons. And then I put the little watermelon emoji. Can you imagine if I said that? You can't have small, small teats. You must have melons. I don't want no flapjacks. Can you imagine? Can you imagine a man saying that? Would that even be allowed to be on a dating app without being reported? Without somehow that being uh, abusive? No, of, of course not. Of course not. A man that does that on a dating app is a misogynist and a disgusting pig. That's what they call you, creepy. They will call you creepy, disgusting, um, misogynistic. They love to throw out these terms at men that carry themselves uh, the same way that these women now wanna carry themselves. And a lot of men are getting fed up with this, but you will always still see the thirsty beta male simp that thinks that he can land one of these chicks and thinks that she's the prize Beta. and thinks that she's a alpha female and he likes being told <laughs> what to do. He likes Cook, a woman taking the lead. He likes to cater to females no matter what. Cook, at the detriment man. of his own self. If you haven't seen my video on Sims in 2020, go check that out. There is literally a- Damn, Cook, young man. I gotta get in tune with more of his shit, man. Definitely. It's good. Well, it's a little disturbing, too. I got to be honest with you. Now, let me explain. There's a lot of men, young men, who are just becoming adults. That man is 22 years old with this insight. 22. To have this insight at 22 years old, has to be a gift and a curse. It has to be a it has to be a gift and a curse because you have this information when a lot of us, I'm 33, a lot of us men that was your age, we were out here sipping and pedestalizing these bitches. 
a lot of us just aren't being real. We're not being honest. I was thinking about a simp tale Sunday or a simp tale Saturday. Matter of fact, be on the lookout for that. I'm going to save that now. I'm going to save that. Simp tail Sunday. You know what I mean? A lot of guys just aren't aren't really being realistic. A lot of these content creators aren't keeping it real. And this guy, man, he just comes in out of nowhere, seven minutes and 43 seconds in, just raw, real, red pill information, man. And that sends this woman on Snapchat a picture of his, his pee to a woman. And let's just say... She goes on Snapchat talking about it and ridiculing this man. And he continues to demand that she make fun of his privates. Something that is God-given, something that he can't control. Something that he was just born with. But he has no respect for himself. And he will continue to ask a woman to degrade him. Talk disgusting. Talk like a, a man would as they would say, quote unquote, like a disgusting pig. These women nowadays on dating apps want to be men. They want to sleep with as many men as possible. They want to receive as many D pictures as possible. They want to be like us. They have PMV, literally. They will do anything in their will to reject a man in order to build up their own self-esteem, build up their confidence, because somehow rejecting a good man a man with morals, values, and principles is attractive, and that is pushed in the media. Feminism. They tell these women. They hype them up to reject men, good men, like yourself. So stay off the dating apps, especially now that they've come up with terms such as passport on Tinder. I'm going to read you what passport even means. It's absolutely ridiculous. There's no reason you should be on dating apps. You think you're going to somehow manage to get with a woman that lives thousands of miles away from you when you yourself have have never met this woman passport now available social distancing doesn't have to mean disconnecting and that's why we're making our passport feature which allows you to connect with anyone anywhere in the world free for all members through april 30th now more than ever having someone to talk to can make a world of difference <laughs> so you can literally be in the United States and talking to someone in Australia, talking to someone in Antarctica, Africa. You can be talking with anyone at any time, live streaming for free up to 30 days. So it's free, unlimited attention to all these females that you will never meet. You will never even interact with them you as a man should have more more respect for yourself number one and you should have more things going on in your life than to be sit, spending hours a day swiping right on females thousands of miles away is, is this what it's come to is this what it's come to yep. it's really sad it's really disgusting it's sick sure you guys is. need to hold yourself 
to higher standards as a man. Won't you need happen. to respect your time on this earth. Not gonna happen. Instead of swiping right on females, seeking validation and attention, you should be validating yourself, doing what you wanna do, what makes you happy. Not swiping right to women thousands of miles away that have demands such as, you must be packing, I don't want no shrimp. <laughs> this is the attitude of many females in 2020. Not even just on no shrimp gang dating apps just in general it's disgusting they want to be like men and we as men what you can do after watching this video is if you still have dating apps delete them do not go back on them ever but the majority of women i would say 99.9 percent .9 will never meet you and they just want to see if you swipe right on them if you have a man if you are a man that is doing well in life they just want to see if they can catch you potentially they have no interest in meeting you I'm telling you this from experience, guys. They have no interest in meeting you. They just want to see if a high-quality man can swipe right on them. And that's just facts. That's just facts, guys. Stay off the dating apps. Don't disrespect yourself. Don't degrade yourself. You are a man. You should hold yourself to the highest standard possible. We, as men, created this country to be as great as it is. Whatever country you're in, we built up the world. We've created empires. We are men. Hold strong in your masculinity. Do not let a woman who hasn't done anything in her life degrade you, put you down, discourage you, make you feel as though you are worthless, make fun of your, your package size, because at the end of the day, she hasn't done anything to contribute to society except make more men that will contribute to society potentially. But most of the time, they're single mothers, and single mothers create criminals for the most part and beta male providers mm. drop a like on this video if you enjoy mm. be sure to hit that subscribe button turn on all notifications love you all continue to go your own way continue to take the red pill every single day mm -hmm. stay blessed perfect listen man Lonnie Spence okay check him out man a young brother man 22 years of age Dropping some real life information. Dropping knowledge when it comes to the dating scene. Now, I bring up dating for a multitude of reasons. Number one, I know what the red pill is about. Although I'm about self-development, every now and then I'll have conversations and discussions on dating. Dating apps and online dating in particular. Because I know... A vast majority of guys are willing to participate in that lottery, the love lottery of online dating, right? And you have guys, realistically speaking, who I would say are red pill aware. They understand what they're getting into when it comes to dating apps. They're just trying to smash and pass. Understandable. But you have those weak-minded men. And those weak-minded men are willing to do any and everything to obtain validation and vagina. The same way that these, the same type of way, right, that these women are willing to do any and everything, including um, pose nude, be IG models, become the center of attention, even though it's a sex, even though it's, a, it's really being a sex, it's a sex object, essentially. She's a glorified sex object 
who's online seeking clout coins. This is no different for online dating. In fact, there's women who are already in relationships who just like the validation. So she'll get a coin every now and then, you know, if the guy's acting funny, then she'll swipe right on another guy and then set something else, set something else up in the process of that relationship ending. So by the time she's leaving, she got enough clout coins to move on. The guy is the one left stranded. Like, what the fuck happened? But see, that's it's not just online dating, though. See, that that's the secret. See, online dating is just a layer of the onion. We're barely getting into the actual surface and into the core of what's taking place. It's male and female interaction as a whole. So now the women who are five and belows, they feel entitled to eights, nines, and tens and high quality men or high value men. The men who are the 80% are just sitting around like, well, damn, all of these bitches are acting like this. Even these fat bitches who should be having no business on a dating app, let alone with her level of high expectations. But, you know, it, it it's a harsh reality. As a man, you got to really come to terms with this. And it's better, I wouldn't say it's best, but I'd say it's probably better that you do it at a younger age. But a lot of times you're going to have to fall, scrape your knee, burn your hand on the stove, as they say, until you really understand the temperature and the urgency comes the guys who break it down into percentages I'm telling you you ask a guy you know would you be or are you monogamous right do you believe in a one woman relationship or multiple women by nature they're going to say one woman now if you ask these women they're going to say multiple guys because by nature they're living that lifestyle that's already unnatural Go out there, have sex with a ton of guys for about 10 to 12 years. Then when you're 30, you're used up, you're completely washed. Look for a worthy husband. Never works out for them. It's always a cry. Or it's really just, it's a group of women who get to the age 30 and they just wait around for the for that quality guy to fall out of the sky. You know what I mean? They're just sitting around. They're just, they're just waiting. You know what I mean? And then they believe that this this angel will come out of the sky, right? This man will come out of the sky looking like Brad Pitt. And he's willing to be cucked. He's willing to be cuckled. He's the beta male provider. He's Cuck Murphy in the flesh. And he's just going to allow you, here's, here's my beta bucks, even though I'm not beta. Here's my beta bucks. Go out there, sleep around, have sex, do what you want, because I know you're washed out. You're washed. And see, it's going to get even more depressing for these women when more guys find out the truth of their nature. When you start seeing more women in their 30s who are single and who are miserable or who are single, who have careers and they're so-called strong and independent, and that's just a facade for being problematic and miserable, you'll start to see what I'm talking about. It's like I said, four years back, I was bringing this shit up. And it's, I don't, I'm not even really impressed by it. I, I'm, 
it's it's kind of it's it's kind of fucked up. Is this many guys? I'm I'm thinking it was just me at one point. I'm thinking like, all right, relationships, dating, all right, that's cool. I'm not I'm not participating in it. I figured I would just be one of those only weird motherfuckers. Like, oh, this weird motherfucker, he don't deal with bitches. They don't even know the half of it. But now it's the growing number. Like I've mentioned, with MGTOW growing, more men are not going to be subscribed to dealing with modern women. They're not going to be willing to sign up to deal with the problematic behavioral traits of the modern woman. We're just not. It's not something. And I say this tons and I tell you this. I say this multiple times because I don't participate in the black manosphere or nothing like that. If my shit's the manosphere, then it's the manosphere. It's for the people. Especially the young men, regardless of who hears this, what nationality, race, whatever. It's not a black woman thing. It's not a white woman thing. It's not a Latina, European, etc. It is Western women. Women in the Western civilization are the most problematic women with the highest expectation and the lowest value to offer. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. And if these women are really that concerned with all of us simply going our own way, with all of us staying in the positions that we're in, actually bettering in our... We're actually bettering ourselves in the position that we're in by ourselves rather than be with problematic bitches who are just going to give up used vagina and just go along to get along and then put you on a fucking pedestal while in all actuality, you're a thought, you're a whorehound at best. And if you're not a whorehound, women, you promote um you promote that you have that energy where you promote it the cardi b's the megan the stallions you know fuck a nigga for his money fuck a nigga for this and that like non-productive problematic no activities no guidance no purpose having bitches it's over we as the men within the manosphere the men within the MGTOW. Men within the red pill knowledge, we're not having it. Right? Just want to throw that out there. Uh, where are we at, man? I think I'm about ending this off. Yeah, we're at two hours and seven minutes. So that's cool. We went over the time that I was supposed to do. I'm just at about 36 miles now. So I'm, I'm burning this gas. While I'm trying to get this episode out of the way. So I think I'm just going to end things the way that it is. In the meantime and in between time. Jersey Judah Red Pill Party Podcast. Simp Tell Sundays is coming. This Sunday. I'll be telling numerous stories about my simping days. And the things that I've learned from it. And I'm doing this. To be more transparent. Like I said. I'm sticking with the New Year's resolution. I know I, I'm actually against people that use New Year's resolutions, but I started small. But the small the small step of transparency is, is going to pay off in the long run, I believe. Simptail Sundays will be something. Depending on how I feel, 
depending on how I feel, okay, I may do a YouTube stream as well. But if I do the YouTube stream, I'm pretty much going to be doing the uh, the Sentels there, and I'll just do another episode, maybe a Sunday sermon type of special, um, you know, on Sunday. But uh, I got to find out what I'm going to do tomorrow, but that's great because tomorrow's Friday, so I'm going to typically do a Freestyle Friday. I'll talk more in detail about the Fresh and Fit and uh, Flagrant, whatever the fuck they're called interview and it was pretty funny entertaining as usual and then i'll get into more details of the dj academics and rollo tomasi situation as well but till then i'm out peace